0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Little House on Normal Street. Um, today's episode is going to delve into a lot of relationship aspects that come along with being married to someone who has complex PTSD. So, let's get right to it. A lot of people who are diagnosed with complex PTSD have relationship problems to begin with from the start, and it's It doesn't even actually have to do originally with our mental illness. It comes from repeated um, desensitization and repeated use of very specific abuse tactics that we come to view as normal, specifically. So, for example, if you come from a family who's very abusive and they like to belittle each other very often, that's something that was actually very common in my family, but it's a very common thing in general where, you know, families will be very cruel to each other and then when someone addresses this comment to somebody else and they just completely blow their shit from the fact that uh your family's been doing this to you. It it can come as a bit of a shock and it also can come as something that makes us specifically uncomfortable. I mean these people think they're uncomfortable. Imagine being told again, yet again, depending on what the situation is, is that yes, my childhood was not normal. And that yes, my childhood was pretty traumatic. But when it comes to someone who's dating, married, or involved with someone who has complex PTSD, it adds another layer of difficulty to what's really going on between two people. You have to take into account that relationships in general, as we're very much aware of, are never easy. There's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of discussions that occur that most people don't see that go on behind in the background with most any really healthy relationship. Freya, cut it out. Apologies, everyone. My dog decided she needed to let herself be known today, but... Anyway, as I was saying, when it comes to being in a relationship with someone who has complex PTSD, it, you're automatically going up against a huge mountain of issues that they themselves might not even be aware of. Um, I mean, I know my husband and I are very are a very special case in the sense that uh, we also have to deal with an age gap to begin with, as well as um, social issues that occur purely because of our age gap. Uh, for reference, my husband is 14 years o- older than I am, and we, we both kind of grew up in the same aspect of we had to become adults much earlier than we were ready for, even if we didn't necessarily, in my case, uh, do a lot of the earning. There was still a lot of mental uh, mat- maturation that most kids shouldn't have to deal with ever, realistically, as kids. And when your spouse or partner has complex PTSD, you are automatically in a relationship with someone who is second-guessing everything. And what I mean by second-guessing everything, I mean they will second-guess every nice thing you will do. They will second-guess every good thing you will do, or every little favor that you assist them with or even basic small favors or just assistance with everyday life and it's not something that we intentionally do to people it's we're so trained to believe that those who are being nice to us have an ulterior motive there's always an ulterior motive that is quite literally how our brains are wired to perceive people in general so when we start dating somebody or when we're involved with somebody who has a very sweet nature to begin with and is a genuinely good-natured person, it throws off all of our red alarms, and we have a habit of trying to push those people away. Um, I got very lucky in the sense that my husband is stubborn as I am, and he continuously had to remind me that he wasn't going anywhere, uh, even after we got married. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. It, it's a conversation that is a constant reminder. and. Unfortunately, the people who you're involved with aren't asking this because they need attention or because they're looking for attention or because they're trying to trick you or anything. We just genuinely don't know. Our bodies are literally wired to believe that no matter what the person is saying, it's a crock of shit. They're going to leave eventually. They're going to hate you eventually. They're going to give up on you eventually. Insert whatever... Excuse you want to put in there or whatever fear you want to put in there, and complex PTSD is a very new diagnosis to begin with, so automatically someone who is dealing with a spouse who has complex PTSD or a partner is dealing with something that realistically they're they're getting in and over their head and there are some very strong individuals who will go through that and will come out the other end, my husband being one of them. Uh, I have been a pain in the ass since the first day. There are some times where it drives him crazy because I'm so stubborn and I can't just allow my re- my wiring to diverge from how I've been wired. And it does cause fights, it causes a lot of fights, but the difference is is that For the most part, my husband and I, we discuss everything. Now, I know a lot of people will sit there and say, you know, you can't have no secrets between two people. It's not possible. Oddly enough, in our case, we have no secrets between each other. I tried once. (laughs) It was a very small white lie. It was something so very insignificant, and I couldn't do it. I literally broke down because I I confessed to him that I'd been lying about something for maybe 30 seconds. So that's just not an option in our case. Um, In in his case, he doesn't keep things from me because he knows my anxiety will go through the roof trying to figure out what's wrong. And because of very specific patterns I've seen in my family, unfortunately, my brain is wired to automatically try to accuse my partner of cheating. Now, that hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. I have no fear of it happening. However, when you have anxiety, your brain lies to you. And when I mean it lies to you, I mean it literally will just chloroform your logical side and knock it out for maybe 10 to 15 minutes or however long it needs to make you go crazy. And learning to deal with these sorts of things is not something people who come into this type of relationship are prepared for. As I said earlier, it's a very, very recent diagnosis, and there are some very specific differences between complex PTSD and generic PTSD. In fact, there's still a discussion on whether or not complex PTSD should actually be put into the borderline personality disorder um, category, if you will, purely because of some of the symptoms and reactions being the same, However, there are very specific issues that occur with complex PTSD that don't occur with um, borderline personality disorder, or symptoms that uh, do occur with borderline and are required to be there in order to con- in order to diagnose somebody with BPD as opposed to CPTSD, and so that doesn't really give us much of a good rubric to go on. There's a couple really good books right now. I have one called Complex. Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving by uh, Peter Walker and honestly it's been an amazing tool from the very first page. Uh, Clearly one book isn't enough but if you're starting somewhere and you really need a good clinical diagnosis uh, detailed out for you as well as tools to assist uh, not just if you are in therapy but also if you cannot get to therapy so we've had some guidance but this book only came into our relationship in the last couple months and how long what when when did we start dating babe uh october of 2012 Mm -hmm. yeah so we've been going on in this relationship for a while without some form of help in fact i wasn't diagnosed until last year about my my cptsd and indeed it took me an entire year of fighting just to get my PTSD diagnosis because I didn't discover I had any form of PTSD until my late 30s or my late my late 30s (laughs) my late 20s and it was something that was just really hard of a struggle just to even get the validation for so finding books that don't make you feel like you're being patronized is difficult but this book is amazing and I've recommended anybody who's got Any questions either as someone who has been diagnosed with complex PTSD or even if you don't know anybody with it and just want to learn a little bit more should you know somebody who you want to discuss it with and honestly there's no shortcuts in this kind of a relationship there are no shortcuts whatsoever we have to be brutally honest with each other we don't keep things from each other no matter how anxiety provoking they might be uh, we don't. Tr- we, have, but however, we have also learned there are, are ways to discuss things without causing constant triggers, and we've learned to alter our vocabulary and alter how we speak to each other, specifically in situations when either I'm triggering or I've accidentally triggered my husband via my trigger. It's it's a delicate balance, and it's not something that you figure out over time. You're gonna fuck it up quite a few times. But the important aspect of it is to keep trying and keep finding what works for you. And slowly, our own very specific patterns are starting to come out uh, between us that we're noticing are in reactions to what we've been learning, and we've been using that to hone them, to make it easier to communicate with each other, and to make it easier not just to communicate with me when I'm having an actual episode, but for my husband to be able to maintain his own calmness during said episodes because it's painful for a partner to watch this occur. They have no power over it. They have no ability to fix what's wrong. All they can do is wait for the episode to be over and maybe offer some consolation while the actual episode's occurring. And we realized in our case that he had to have very specific training because I can't respond unless I, I know exactly what's going to occur and we've had trial and error of different things, certain words, different phrases, different gestures and honestly like any normal relationship it's just take it as it is each day and try to see what works this day and see if it will continue to work the next day and complex PTSD is a very difficult thing to have between uh, two partners or multiple partners if you're poly it's something that affects all aspects of life not just the mental capacity and it's it's wonderful to find people who are willing to work with your restrictions based on your mental illness as well as be willing to help you grow from it and be willing to grow and learn in their own right it's never perfect even those of us with the diagnosis will make mistakes in what we're trying to understand but the important thing is as with all marriages that you communicate and that you just take care of each other and constantly encourage each other to keep those positive habits and so far we've done a very good job with that i won't lie i piss my husband off quite often but at the end of the day we both really work hard to make it work. And that's not something that comes around very often. And I'm very grateful for it. So thanks for joining me today. And I hope everyone has a great uh, weekend as well as a 4th of July. Take care.